Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. Over the last few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Hey everybody, I had an interesting thought that I kind of wanted to kind of flush out here, or flesh out here, rather. Um, it was on brotherhood, and I was thinking to myself, what would it take for me to feel a sense of brotherhood, and to walk forward in brotherhood with all people from all ethnic backgrounds and all regions here in America? And I said in a couple posts uh, earlier that I had done about how I felt for the first time a real sense of brotherhood when uh, people were responding to the death, the public death of George Floyd. So I think that in exploring that, what what I would say would be first for, for brotherhood, you have to see me as you would see yourself. And I think during the the um the response to the death of George Floyd, I think for the first time I felt like people were seeing me, me being my people, seeing me as they saw themselves. And they saw that it was unnecessary, it was extremely brutal, and it was tragic. And the response to that was, you know, people protesting in the streets, not just black people. But all people were protesting in the streets. They even had Mormons. I said not Mormons. I'm sorry. They had um. They had the Amish out. Protesting Mormons were out there too as well. But the Amish were out there protesting. Against police brutality, and for the first time, it felt like not only do. Do they now believe what we've been talking about and see what we've been talking about for years? and finally hear us, but it finally makes us feel, A, validated to some degree, not that we needed it, but it makes us feel like, A, you're being heard, and that we care. Something simple as, we care. And I think that's what's so profound about the Black Lives Matter movement, is just to matter. It You know, it wasn't Black Lives Take Over, Black Lives Are the Best, Black Lives you know, kill everybody else, it was to matter. And for for that moment, and in pocket since then, uh, it feels like my life and the life of people who look like me matter to the public. While I understand that the law is not colorblind, I mean, the law is colorblind, rather, but the people that enforce the law are not, so... Even laws that are not overtly or inherently uh, racially biased do become so when the people that uh, enforce those or work within those 
have those implicit biases and they they enforce them against the people that have those but enforce them heavily heavier rather on the people that have those biases and biases against uh it it still feels good to know that that you matter that you know people don't just wish you away some do but i mean the majority of people don't just wish you away they don't just choose to uh ignore the suffering of people who look like you and I don't know the exact reasons I imagine in years to come history will tell the story of why people were so offended by that when they saw it, because there were lots of other cases that did, that were extremely offensive to me as a black person. But I don't know why this one was, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back, I guess. And. Perhaps it was just like they just like myself, they had seen so much of it that it was just too much. George Floyd became just too much. So it was building upon building, building upon each case prior to it. And maybe that's the case or maybe that's the case that they they just really didn't know. So as much and as much as it has been terrible and as horrible as COVID has been, the result of that is to get us to all stop. Or the result of that is not to be is not to get us to stop, but in the stopping of everything as a result of COVID, we've been able to look at ourselves and examine our world and examine the function and the processes of the world in which we live, especially in our country, and see, is this what you want? Is this what you want it to be for those people over there? Is this what you want it to be for yourself? And I think that a lot of people in asking themselves that question had the response, no, I don't want to see people get killed in the street, even if they don't look like me, even if they don't um, have the same criminal record as me, or even if they don't, you know, act like I would act in a similar situation. And even if they don't act like I would act in, you know, in general, I don't want that for them. And it feels good to me because I felt that way about them. I never wanted, you know, as a result of, you know, police brutality, I never wanted more white people or more Asians to get beat up or nothing like that. I never wanted that. I never wanted death for anybody else. I never, to that point, I never wanted violence or death against any police officer never did but i i do want them to see us i do want them to understand that we are people just like you are people we want quality schools for our children we want good jobs that pay a living wage and can provide adequate medical benefits for a reasonable price for people who work in our community we want safe streets. We want uh, we want fair housing. We want uh, reasonable prices for for homes and financing. We want you know uh, a proportionate amount of home loans given to people in urban environments. We want you know we want our sports teams to win. We want our investments to do well. We want our our families to be happy. We want 
I won't even say the American dream like everyone else. I say we want to be, we want to take part in, in this society, in this century, in the time in which we live as fully as we believe others are able to as well. And that's not just saying white people, that's people who are able to, to walk freely. We want those same things as well. Walk freely, meaning not just in regard to a physical danger, but freely in regard to economic stability. We want that. And I think that that, that along with, um, the police brutality piece is are the things that have been the most troubling and the things that have been the most endearing for me in having people identify with those struggles and say, this is not the, the America that I want. I want something better. I want people to be free, not just in words, but to be free in, in their actions to not feel bound by, you know, an occupying force in their communities to not be bound by, you know, economic disenfranchisement. So I think that it's a strong step in the right direction. And I think all of that would, would lead to making me feel a strong brotherhood because it wasn't that as a, as a black person that I felt like I was, outside or that I was outside, it was a clear case of not being understood, a clear case of not being heard. Um, I don't even know if it was misunderstood or just not heard, period. I don't know, either one. But the result was, it felt like it was falling on deaf ears and it made you not even want to try in certain situations because it felt like I would be expending energy that could be better used for something else. What else? I don't know. But it felt like to petition along the lines of law as we've been led to believe or along the lines of uh, political discourse as we've been led to believe, it felt like that was not the most beneficial means of getting your point across. However, in doing more study, I do realize that there is there is benefit to having political power. There is benefit to having uh, legislative power, people who represent your ideas and represent your communities and represent your viewpoints. I think there's a benefit to that. That's that's the idea of, you know, what what makes America great. And I think that to have those ideas legislatively stripped away from us as a people historically and to have them altered or coerced through violence and um violence and just just uh i had (laughs) through violence and just a disingenuous concern is is problematic and has been problematic and these are the results where we don't feel like we can talk to people where we don't feel like we're close to each other um i think that for a long time it felt like the only type of uh time we can get along was either on on the sports field to some degree and in relationships to some degree but even those, you know, 
even though it'll seem fleeting and, you know, hollow at some in some some regards. But in regard to what would what would make me feel like the brotherhood, it was it was definitely to be heard and to have people take up the fight that is not ours to fight. Um, it's not ours to clink because it's not a battle of just physical force. It's a battle of changing the hearts and minds of people. And it's far easier to change the hearts and minds of people if they look like you than if they don't, because we have a harder, a harder press. We've been trying that for decades, probably a century now or more. We've been trying that um, and it's more difficult. So I, I'm thankful that people who don't look like me are taking up the torch and taking up the responsibility to say, I am... Now, recognizing that there are major issues that I was not aware of or that I did not give enough credence to, and I'm taking steps within myself and within my community to inform myself and to make real and substantial changes so that this doesn't happen for myself in the future or my children or my children's children so that we can we can all grow and build America to be the cultural melting pot that we imagined that we can grow it to be something good and that nobody is going to be left out because we're, we're going to, we're going to do this peaceably and we're going to do this uh, as brothers in a rational manner to come to conclusions that benefit us all. Uh, may not be everything that you want, but it'll, it'll be good for, it'll be good for everyone. So I think that would be the, uh, the tenets of brotherhood for me. And that's what would make it, make it the best for me. So you guys have a great day. Please walk Sparky for me. No way. <laughs> I'll throw in a caramel frappe. Ooh, make it a large deal. Get a sweet deal. $2 any size McCafe beverage on the McDonald's app. Between you and me, Sparky, I would have walked you for free. <laughs> ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Offer valid through 4322 or participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. McDonald's app download and registration required.